Hey guys, if you're digging this content and you'd like to be a part of our community of kingdom entrepreneurs, then text the word KING to 727-472-3860. We host virtual and in-person get-togethers with the focus of building community to advance the kingdom through wealth creation and financial stewardship. So if you're looking for this type of tribe and the resources to do so, then step into your true calling by texting the word KING to All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and you got me solo again today. And uh, considering the season that uh, we are coming up upon or really in the thick of it, uh, this, this Christmas season here, I wanted to take a moment to dive into a story that I know that we are all aware of. Um, we've heard of it, uh, at least. Uh, and it's 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 there's only like one chapter within the Bible that that talks about this, um, and what really kind of sparked this this thought within me was um, really just the season, this Christmas season, uh, and I was looking at these nativity scenes. Uh, if you guys have one of these within your home, or man, I think it seems like there's a couple on every block uh, for those that actually cr- decorate their homes for Christmas nowadays, um, and it's got this image or a set of the nativity scene that we have in our home of the three wise men. And uh, I mean, there's, there's songs about this and there, there's this understanding of what culture has kind of told us over the last, you know, 40, 50, 60 years, however long you've been, been on this earth where if you're like me, I just grew up in, you know, kind of a, an environment where we went to church on Christmas or Christmas Eve, and we've were told about the three wise men, you know, the gold, the frankincense, and and myrrh. And truthfully, I didn't even know what the heck frankincense and myrrh were up until a couple of years ago when I actually looked it up. It was just kind of one of those things you just like accept, and it's like, yeah, it's a cool story. Right? But when you actually look at it uh, in the scriptures, in the Bible, uh, and then what I had to do was really just kind of dive in a little bit deeper here to to unpack this because there's not a whole lot of detail that's given to us about these these three wise men or maybe what some uh, songs you've heard like "We Three Kings of." Okay, I won't I won't sing anymore for you guys, but um, you've heard of them them called the Magi, the Wise Men, the Three Kings, uh, and ultimately what it is, uh, what, what they're explaining is is the the birth of Jesus. But as, what I've gathered from uh, from this uh, story that you know culture has has society has given us as a, as a cool Christmas story, and then diving into the scriptures, I've really laid out or what I've determined to be characteristics of these gentlemen. First off, there's probably more than three. There's nowhere in the Bible that it says that there were three other than that three gifts were given, right? So I'm assuming that's just kind of how they're like, okay, well, one gave gold, one gave frankincense, and and one gave myrrh. But in all reality, I I would imagine that there were more than that, right? I don't know for sure, but I'm just guessing. And 
as I kind of dove into this, uh, this story, and I, I talked about this on one of our coaching calls within the King's Council a few days ago, and I wanted to do a podcast on this because um, I just think that this is so clutch. This is so key in our walk. And if you consider yourself a king or a queen, uh, I you know equate that when I, when I talk about being a king on this earth. It, you can be a female version of a king, right? A, a queen, but a king knowing that Jesus is king, the king of kings, and he has um, given us the ability. Well, scripture tells us that we are all kings and priests, right? So what does that actually mean to operate as a king? And, and I, I think there's some characteristics here that I don't want to just gloss over that I think we tend to do with what actually took place during this travel that these kings had to go through, during this quest, we'll call it, of of finding the the messianic king, right, and ultimately the the savior of the world, and there's, I mean, it's just incredible to really put ourselves into this uh, situation. So that's what I'm going to ask you guys to do with me here. Um, this isn't going to be a terribly long podcast. I want to keep this short and sweet, but give you some uh, meat to really. Uh, maybe call it meditate on, uh, but just think through here over the next week of of these characteristics. Because first off, guys, before we even dive into this, I just think it's it's fascinating that God, the creator of all things, uh, chose to uh, send his, his one and only son uh, to be born into this world, into the mess of this world, right? We're talking a manger here. There's you know, animals, I got to believe it didn't smell the best, right? It, you would think that God would be born, uh, you know, the king of kings would be born in like a Ritz-Carlton, right? Like a, a palace with uh, back then with, uh, you know, gold and, and I don't know, just a, a fine, all the fine linens you could think of, right? Just think of this, like, but no, instead he chose to have Jesus be born into a manger, into the mess of this world that we all are a part of, right? It, it can be messy at times. And then the incredible thing is that he didn't, you know, Joseph and Mary still needed provision during this time period, right? God being God could have certainly rained down all the provision, the, the manna from heaven that we've we've read about in the Old Testament and, and you know, rained down gold because he's God, right? Like, he should have, he should be uber wealthy. He should, everything should be in abundance, right? Like that would just be our, our thought process on this, or at least it's mine, but no, I think the most incredible thing is that he chose these three Kings that we're going to talk about here. The, these three wise men that, you know, what we think of being three anyways, um, to actually be the provision Follow me on this, guys. He chose to use man, already created man, to be the provision for Joseph, for Mary, and ultimately baby Jesus, right? Like this is, if you truly think about this, I think it's just such an epic picture of how God wants to use us. He literally, he, he came into this world and was fully man and still relied upon other men to help with the provision of taking care of him, right? It's just incredible to really truly think about this and how it relates to us even to today. When we see the needs and the the turmoil in this world, the, the impoverished area that 
everything, God has already created everything that that's needed to actually provide and be the provision for these areas, but it's up to us to, to be the ones that are going to do it. And I think the characteristics here that are revealed to us just in this short little chapter, which it's Matthew chapter two, right? And I'm not going to read it. It's, it's really not long at all, but I would encourage you just to read through it and understand it's like, you know, the, the King Herod at the time was like scared that, hey, there's like rumors that this baby is born, right? And and so he wants to, he sends these kings to the, the magi, we'll call them, I guess, to, to go find him, right? And, but at, during this time period, I think there's an understanding of where they were, how far they had to travel, and what they had to go through ultimately to, to find their savior. And this is what I want to dive into with you guys. So um, buckle up here. I've got, I mean, take some notes on this if you can. I've got like four characteristic traits that I think are, are so relevant again for us uh, today. No, this isn't like, you know, hey, a, a good story. Well, sure it is. It's been, it's been used to create a good story and to, to sell a lot of nativity scenes and, and things like that, create some, some songs about it. But at the end of the day, there's some core characteristic traits that still relate to us every single day. Because while culture from creation to, you know, 2000 years ago to now, culture has changed. Society has changed dramatically, right? But the things that I don't think will ever change are the core characteristics of who we are as, as human beings and how God will continue to use us if we take on these characteristics, right? Because this is just what I, the takeaway that I want to really get from this is understanding that these characteristics here are what I believe God desires us to have as somebody that will be, that can be used, right? We've talked about this in past episodes that our ability is dependent upon our availability, right? The responsibility and the accountability that we're willing to take on. Man, if you, you dive into this, it's very prevalent that these guys made themselves available, they took a, a tremendous responsibility on and were accountable to ultimately uh, follow the, the star, right? And ultimately find Jesus, not in what they would think of, right? Not in the Ritz-Carlton, but in a, in a manger, right? So walk with me on this, guys, of these, these core characteristics uh, that I think we should have in our own life or we should prioritize these in our own life. And the very, very first one is that these guys were seeking truth. Okay, so if, if if you're taking notes, they were seeking truth. Back then, a lot, you know, there wasn't a, a lot of textbooks, certainly not the internet and things like that, that we have the ability to just uh, Google and try to find an answer, right? No, they were seeking uh, spiritual things and they were looking to the stars for a lot of, of guidance and direction. I mean, it's, it's, scripture tells us God, it's God who actually placed the, the stars in the heavens and in the, the galaxies and it's incredible. So they were seeking truth from him. Right, like, okay, who is our creator? And they, they were looking and seeking truth in the stars, right? And ultimately, when when they were, uh, this was revealed to them. This is actually what actually compelled them to take action, right? So first things first, we need to be seeking truth. Okay, guy, scripture tells us that we are to ask, we are to seek, we are to knock. Right, we are we need to be truth seekers in everything that we do, right? So, are we actually seeking our Creator 
ultimately to know what actual truth is, okay? Because facts are, are not truth, guys. Truth will never change. Truth will never change. Facts can change over time based upon the situation, however somebody wants it to actually fit their narrative. They can twist facts all day long, right? We've seen this in the media and just the world that we live in. We've seen it. But one thing that will never change is truth. So continue to be a truth seeker in everything that that you do. The second characteristic here is that they were focused. And what I mean by that is they were so focused that, that they became so faithful to what they were committed to, right? And really the point of this, when they took this, this journey, when they, they committed, they were seeking truth and they took this journey, they never deviated from the plan. If you think about this, it, uh, what scripture tells us is that they came from the East, right? Likely Persia or what we would know as like modern day Iran, Right, that's essentially the area that they they were traveling from, and we're talking like eight to nine hundred miles. An incredible journey here. That most nativity scenes think that oh, it's Christmas morning and they're they're there already. No, 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 no. This had to be a months and months journey from the east to actually find Jesus. Okay, and to think about this, to travel by foot or. I don't know, by camel maybe, the treachery, the terrain that they had to travel hundreds of miles to actually find and get to the place. They were, if you just think about what that actually took and think about your own life right now, like maybe you're in this journey or you're traveling this, this path right now, but sometimes it can be hard, Right, and you can start to think about other things that that are maybe more attractive to do, or you're you're getting fed up, and it's like this is just isn't working. I, I can't, I don't believe that this is uh, the path for me anymore. But get back to the original truth that you knew that you were seeking when you began this journey, this, and you were faithful at that time. Because here's the thing, guys: these wise men, these these magi, these kings, they were single-minded in purpose. To travel this journey, like, I mean, they had to experience hunger. They had to experience, I mean, weather, extremes of all kinds during this months-on-months journey. And then ultimately, you know they had to question themselves, right? Like, are we really following a star here? You just know that the everyday things that we question about, you know that there's a version that they were questioning as well, right? Now, it might not have been like, oh, so-and-so's Instagram post or something along those lines, but... They were having those those thoughts, right? These, what I got to believe, were just lonely journey, but they were so single-focused on what they had to do to accomplish the task. They stayed the course. And ultimately, then when they got to the destination, man, do you think they were disappointed? Probably not. I don't know what this will be like for us, but when we're in the presence of, of God, of Jesus, what that will ever be like. But do you think that when they're traveling along and they, they see like a manger and they're, they're coming up to it, do you think they're ever like, uh, is this it? Like this dump of a place? Really? Do you, I mean, do you think that that was like, that had to of well up inside of them and understanding like, okay, remember, we're seeking truth. We're single-minded in purpose. We're focused and we're faithful to this task, to this expedition and ultimately, when they came and they they found Jesus, it was it was just an incredible time of, of worship for them. 
right? And I want to, I'm going to come back to that in a second here, but uh, characteristic number three then is that they were risk takers. I love this one because back to thinking of the journey that they had to go on, they were faithful and focused in that journey. But also if you think about what they were even traveling with, these guys were bringing gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are some some valuable items back in the day, right? This isn't something that you just swing into Walmart or Target and pick up on the way through town. No, no, no. They had they had traveled with this, so they traveled an incredible distance with these items of of tremendous value. And you better believe there were some not not great dudes back then, just like there's not great dudes today that could rob them, could kill them for the valuable items that they actually um, are traveling with. But no, they were they took the risk because they knew they were called to do this. They were seeking truth, they were focused and faithful, therefore they were committed enough, the vision was big enough that it gave any sort of pain purpose in their life. So they took this risk on. Right? I mean, it's incredible task. So think of this as a as a kingdom entrepreneur here. Like are you focused enough? Right? Are you seeking truth? Is what you're doing is it is it for um, the glory of God and everything that we're doing, the business that you're building, is it to bring him glory? Are you faithful in this task that you're taking on? And are you are you willing to take some risks, right? Because there's not a business on the face of this planet that doesn't involve risk. I mean, I'm pretty confident I can promise that. Like there is not a business on the face of this planet that doesn't involve some sort of risk, whether it's starting up investing capital or providing a service that you don't know how it's going to work out, but you're doing your darndest, right? There's risk in all of this. So you got to be willing to take risk, right? If you want to full see, see that vision come to pass, you got to be willing to take risk. And then the last characteristic, guys, is that these guys were generous. If you think, obviously, remember what they were bringing, gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh, they were on mission to bring this to their their Messiah. So they're willing to risk it all, willing to, to do whatever it took to actually provide when they ultimately um, came into the manger and they, they bent down and worship. And it was just this act of generosity, like just here, t- here's the gold, here's the frankincense, here's the myrrh, right? And they were ultimately then the provision here for who knows how long that, like how valuable that was, I guess. I didn't dive into that, but what that actually meant for Joseph and Mary to, you know, then be able to travel on and, and move on from there, you know, from Bethlehem, like who knows, but that was the original provision that was given to them from man. God used man to make that happen. And this is what gets me so excited, guys, because these characteristics here are are so needed even today. And as we we head into the you know this season, not you know any time of the year, right? But this Christmas season, it just is. There's something special about just having the, this this generosity spirit or this heart to be generous, and ultimately to really step into this true calling of what does it mean to be a king, right? What does it actually mean to be a king and a queen on this earth? What does that actually mean to when we've known? First off, if you if you live in America. You've been given every opportunity to create wealth. I mean, we are the most prosperous, right, from just a a financial standpoint, country 
out there, right? The ability to build a business, to create something from nothing. We have everything at our disposal here, right? Now, there's obviously risks that are involved with different businesses and tasks and things like that. But we have, and now I understand that there's, you know, parts of the world that $1 there can feed somebody for a week versus a dollar here. It's different, right? We understand that. But the point of that is, is that how much more responsibility should we take with that when we do really understand that, that, hey, man, we've been given this ability to create this wealth, not just for us, but we can actually do this for others to give glory to God, to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and then to love our neighbor as ourself. Like that's such a practical thing, guys. If we've been given this talent or this ability to to create wealth, and I, I say that kind of uh, loosely, but to, to create revenue, right? Like I, I don't, wealth can be different for different people, but to create revenue, if you have an ability to create a cash flowing business that now you can actually fund certain ministries and things, Let's go. Like this is this should be what gets you really truly excited. Right? Because just like those kings that brought the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh as a form of worship to Jesus, we get to do that today. This is our spiritual act of worship. We 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 are to be living sacrifices, right? And and everything that we put our hands to. And this guys is really what motivates me and I hope I hope this is what motivates you as well and it really validates what I know God has placed in my heart uh, to create the King's Council here, and ultimately uh, this this mandate, this mantle, we'll call it that that we're moving forward for the kingdom entrepreneurs, for those that that have feel this calling that they've been given this ability to to generate money, to create revenue within their businesses, and ultimately then how we use that and everything that we do is is an act of worship. This is where the King's Council, and ultimately the church. This is where we come together as a as the body of Christ, okay? Because without kings, if you just think about this story, without kings that are acting as the provision for the church, a lot of visions don't actually come to pass, right? The number one enemy of vision is lack of provision, and how God used the kings, the three wise men, to be provision even for Jesus at that time, it isn't any different, guys. Can God rain down money from and manna and everything from heaven? Absolutely. But that wasn't the original intended design of how he created us to co-create with him to now uh, to go forth, to be fruitful, to multiply, to subject, to have dominion on this earth. We've been given that, and, and he wants to use us as a financial conduit to bless others, to bring him glory, and to love our brothers and sisters, guys. And this is what we get to do. Because there, there's so many ministries, there's so many churches, so many groups out there that have some incredible vision, incredible vision. But until the provision is released, nothing actually takes place. Once the provision is released, there is an abundance then for the God-given visions to actually be fulfilled on this earth. This is what gets me jacked up, guys. I mean, this is there's so many references in Scripture that we could look at as an example of, of how God used man um, to bless others, whether, whether it was uh, Moses, 
or, or Esther. There's lots of examples that we could read throughout scripture that give us this understanding of how God uses man to bless others. This is just what fires me up as we're kind of winding down what is, you know, 2022 now, which has been a crazy year. Um, I mean, I feel like I say this every year, right? I mean, it's kind of like the same thing, like, oh man, and I hear so many people, uh, the same people last year at this time, are like, I just can't wait for this year to be over and 2023 to start. Like, at the end of the day, guys, nothing's going to change unless you change. Nothing's going to change because the clock struck midnight on December 31st and all of a sudden, wham, bam, it's it's January. You think You think anything is different? There's not a thing different. There's not a thing different unless you change. And it it starts with us. It starts with you listening to this, like getting yourself, putting yourself this, this posture of what does it really mean to walk this thing out, of, to be a kingdom entrepreneur? Because I believe God has, if you're listening to this for this podcast, or if you've been listening to this for a, a while now, I believe there's a reason for it. Right, but action's gonna bring clarity in your life. And if you're just sitting back listening and consuming this, you're not actually producing anything, then you're a consumer, right? And we are called to be not just productive, but we are called to be fruitful. And while yes, it's great to consume content like this, and and I, you know, this is why we do this because I, I hope to be the catalyst that will help you in the in your journey here as a kingdom entrepreneur to unlock these God given abilities, these skill sets, these talents that you have to ultimately step into your true calling as the king and the queen to be the provision for these God given visions that you have and that others have around you. When we come together, that's when ultimately the visions actually come to fruition. With vision without provision is a dream. And provision without vision is a waste. When these come together, it unlocks something supernaturally that God can actually can multiply and can actually work in the hearts of us as kingdom entrepreneurs to fulfill this God-given calling on our life. I'm so grateful for this group of kingdom entrepreneurs. I'm so grateful for the King's Council, this this incredible group just were spread all throughout the country, some throughout the world. And it's just amazing to do life together. If anything, I mean, I really just want to just do this, this episode as a way to encourage you that, hey, the journey can be tough. Right, God never told us that it's this is going to be an easy thing to do. In fact, I mean, man, a couple of weeks ago I was on a call with with my spiritual mentor Ash and I do a, a biweekly call with with him and his wife, and and um, I kind of started the call out with, man, this Christianity thing is kind of a hard, a lot of work, it's kind of hard work, and uh, he just he just laughed, but in reality, it is right if you have submitted your life. I mean, I'm telling you, man, there's nothing more incredible than walking this thing out. But there's times where it's like, it can be hard. It can be hard to make the the tough decisions, but it's because of the, just the, the hunger and the desire, that focusness, that faithful, faithfulness, the obedience. These are these characteristics of what it means to actually be a king on this earth today. And I'm telling you, 
the rewards are, are far more than what we get to experience here on this earth. Yes, they're incredible to be able to hear how lives have been changed and, and, uh, souls saved, you know, I'm sure you guys have, have stories of that as well, but I'm telling you it, there's so much more that there's so much more that the reason behind what we're doing is eternal. This temporal life that we live right now is but a blink. Everything that we do guys, there's a kingdom eternal focus behind everything that we do, or it, there should be at least, and if there's not, I'm going to challenge you to make that one of your your new New Year's resolutions as we're we're laying out uh, what this next year, this next season of our life is going to look like. Commit to this, because if you're a king, if you've identified yourself as that king, I really believe that God gives kings the faith, right? The the faith that those guys had, that the three magi had. Well, multiple, more than three, I guess, right? But the, the faith that those magi had to travel great distances. When we step into this and we're like, God, I'm submitting my life to you. And I'm asking for just a desire of, of more faith to be able to be so committed. And these new ideas, these revelations that come to come to mind, now we've got the ability to create wealth, to co-create with our creator, not just for ourselves, but ultimately to advance the kingdom of God. God's calling and searching, scanning the earth right now for those that are willing to step into this calling. And if that's you, then I'm, I'm, I want to meet you. I want to know who you are. I want to know how we can do life together, how we can advance the kingdom together. So if that's you, I'm going to challenge you, man, just to, in girls, I know I can talk, you know, kind of towards men a fair amount, hear me say bro and man a decent amount, but I'm going to challenge you guys. If that's you, pick up your crown. Pick up that God-given crown that's been waiting for you and put it on and get and step into this life. At, start to walk into this, this new, uh, walk with this new confidence, walk with this new boldness that you have as a king, as a queen on this earth, Jesus, his rule and his reign in your life. And once you do that, you step into this authority, there's unbelievable things that will take place in your life. And if you haven't yet, join up with a group like us. Get a part of, of what we're doing. Stay tuned into these podcasts, our virtual meetups that we have. Text the word KING to 727-472-3860 and get engaged. It's, you, you can't do this thing alone. I've learned this for years, years and years of trying to, to run this race alone. And you can certainly go fast. You've heard us say this before. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, if you're looking to travel great distances like the three wise men did, then you got to go together. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching. 